doctor. Hi, I'm Dr. Dovek, and she's a dietitian. Hey, I'm Hannah Schuyler, and together we are the The Doctor Dietitian Collab. And we are starting a three-part series that I think is important to every human. It's called SOS, Stress, Overwhelming Anxiety, and Solitude. Get ready, guys, because this is going to be so good, like she said, for not just bariatric patients, but like these are things that are just affecting everyone. I mean, who doesn't have stress, anxiety of some sort and and feel a little bit alone sometimes? So we'll get started today with stress. Yes, we're going to start this conversation. We're going to call this a collection of ways to navigate mind fields. We're getting really uh, creative here. Yes, you are. All right. So... Yeah, we're going to go into stress to start out, and I wanted to define stress. Like, I know we all have, like, okay, when you think about the word stress, you have a definite feeling of, like, I hate feeling stressed. Like, we're going to really dive into even the pathophysiology of what what happens to your body and your heart. It wouldn't be us (laughs) if we didn't. (laughs) Exactly. We have to get into what's happening and why it's bad or maybe why it's good. So with that, I'm going to give a definition of it that actually does have that twofold. So the probably the obvious thing that comes to mind is that stress is defined as that state of worry or mental tension caused by a difficult situation. And it's really a subjective thing to determine what is difficult. Uh, some people would look at another situation and be like, oh, I wish that was my stressor. Yeah. And others, it's almost like, wow, how how do they handle incredible losses or, or work demands or other barriers to really feeling it? So we're going to talk a little bit about those different things. And the other definition of stress is it's natural. It is a natural human response that prompts us to address challenges and threats in our lives. Yeah. And that's like fight or flight kind of thing or like that heart racing, just when you feel stress physically. And then other things that cause stress, things like surgery or physical stressors to our bodies. That's so true. And when you have surgery, just to touch on that, since this is about bariatric surgery, this podcast, after bariatric surgery, even if it's a relatively quick procedure, yes, this is still a general anesthetic. You're still undergoing a major operation. You have laparoscopic. You're getting blown up with a CO2, all of these different things. And after surgery, the body will go into this, it's a pretty short-lived stress response, but it, it elicits this inflammatory response of things like your insulin and blood sugar levels will be out of whack a little bit. So if you're a diabetic, sometimes after surgery, that first night, you're going to see your glucose levels spike before you start to see them trend down to hopefully a normal range. So that's all part of that inflammatory cascade of all these different markers that come onto the scene to help you to heal and start that process. Yeah. And I think that when we think about like inflammatory, we hear that word so much in social media and people saying, oh, these foods are inflammatory or this, that, and the other is inflammatory. Stress is super inflammatory in general. So like, yes, there's like the acute inflammation after surgery, after even like a sunburn or something like you have inflammation, but then like there's that chronic stress that causes that like low level of inflammation through the body. Totally. Yeah. There's different types of stressors, but that acute stressor, there's episodic acute stress, and then there's chronic stress. Yeah. So it would be lovely if we could just say like, guys, just calm down. Everyone loves being told to calm down. Just calm down. down. 
just don't be stressed. Why are you so stressed? It's easy. Just calm down. Yeah, I know. Take like, one deep breath. And you'll be fine. Yeah, we're going to breathe here today. We're going to breathe in and out. But like Canada just mentioned, I mean, there is this physiological stress, cortisol. And we talked about this on our sleep episode. When you're stressed, you might have challenges with your sleep. Not only that, you could gain weight. It could be in that dangerous intra-abdominal kind of central distribution to your weight. So stress is something that we need to really be able to manage and talk through, but know again that it is natural and that everybody, of course, has it. It might seem, uh, I saw the other day um, from Berry Nation's April, she put um, a post on her Instagram about uh, the things that we show on Instagram, these highlights and all that sort of thing. But like what happens in between those posts? Yeah. I really like the way she put, I love the paragraphs that she said, like this is what's been going on in between. And so like what's happening to you in between when you are stressed? Listen, I get massively stressed. I showed this perfect little thing that here I I'm just laughing, throwing my head back. But I, I mean, I get massively stressed, massively stressed. Oh, yeah. And and again, like that's such an example of, yeah, what what do we see from, from other people? And then what are we actually experiencing? And that's where one of the things that can really cause stress is like social media and media in general. I mean, look at the news. The news is incredibly stressful. Oh, absolutely. And I think some people even avoid it. It's like, I just can't even deal. I yeah. don't watch the nightly news as much as I should. I should probably be more in the know about current events, but I just, I just, I can't take it's on that. Like self-protection against that stress of the outside world, especially when you have enough going on in your own little world. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. Your own little world is your world. And that's um, something that, you know, we have to deal with. So some of the signs of stress, we can all relate to these. And I'm going to tell a story that happened yesterday to me, um, just demonstrating when I read this, I'm like, oh my gosh, I was like so stressed. <laughs> and this is kind of ridiculous, but I'm going to tell you. So being irritable, angry, impatient, wound up is the first thing. And I can tell like when I'm stressed or Aaron, my husband is stressed when the way we treat our kids, mm -hmm. I hate to say mm -hmm. it, like he'll snap about like, oh, they're not eating over their plates. And I see like, a, you know, a, a piece of chicken or something fall onto the ground. And then it's like, like a catastrophic event when you really like, I come in from the other room. I'm like, okay, he's obviously stressed, yeah. but like the poor kids can be like kind of the, the recipients of this. Yeah. Well, because they probably are, you know, it's that like little thing that, and kids are like that. I know, you know? I know, you, you, you'll see. Yeah, and that's it's, where it's, yeah, having another person is helpful, I'm sure. But I mean, it is, and then it's almost like, what, like, why are you so angry about that little thing? But it's just that tipping point. And mm -hmm. then I think if you're a parent and you have all of this guilt, then that, oh my gosh, I just yelled at them. I just lost my cool because I'm stressed about something else and they just happen to be my path. Like, or it might not be a kid. It could be a colleague at work and you, or even driving on the road, driving mm -hmm. um, to come here today. I, you know, somebody cuts you off and, or and something happens and it's like, well, you don't have no idea what's going on in their life or they don't know what's going on in your life. Yeah. And there's like middle fingers being thrown. Like what is happening? But it has nothing to do with that. Okay, sorry. Like, yeah. you, you know, you cut off with a little bit of, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's that's why my it, wind it is just feels like a, <laughs> It just feels like a bigger issue because you're already in that, like, high stress response state. Like, you're tense and you're – and then it's just, like, one more freaking thing. Exactly. It's, like you said, it's just that one 
it's a straw that breaks the camel's back. Exactly. And it feels kind of good because they're strangers and hopefully they'll never well, see yeah. you again unless they're your neighbor and it's like, you again? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. like, do we have to have this battle royale uh-huh. pulling out of our driveways? Yeah. Like, this is weird. <laughs> and then, um, you know, with stress, you feel overwhelmed. Um, And I think that that feeling of drowning in this ocean of your emotions can feel like... It, it, it can give you that physical feeling of true heaviness in your chest and this like burden on your shoulder. Like, oh, like I feel physically lighter when I'm not stressed. Oh, yeah. I, I, and I almost feel like the scale like does it too. Like I'm like too, like I'm carrying too much right now. I think I'm going to weigh too much on the scale. Like it's going to actually, I was going to show up objectively in yes. the amount of pounds that I carry. Yeah. I feel that way. And then we're going to talk in the next episode about anxiety, but it is that feeling of anxiousness, that feeling in your gut, that churn, that, you know, ugh, that feeling that just goes around in your abdominal area that just yeah. can give you anxiety or constipation and just messes yeah, with your gut too. Or diarrhea, you know, it goes both ways with stress. I think it's more diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh boy. I know. Looking at our poop scale here, where does my poop fall when I'm stressed? stressed. It's going to be on that that looser uh, watery. Uh Lovely. Um, Racing thoughts that you can't turn off. Mm. And that plays into that sleep too. Like, oh man, racing thoughts is something else. Yeah. It's, it's, it's terrible. And it's like, why do I have obsessive thoughts about this thing or this person? Or it's like, a minute detail. Yeah. It's, but it's something that can carry into your daytime and almost be too consuming, but then floods into your dreams or nightmares at night. Yeah. Do you, um, do, do you make up conversations in your head? Do you like have fights with people in your head? Exactly. I mean, I'm going to, okay, they're going to say this, but then I'm going to mic drop it on them Uh whenever I come back with like all of this, like attorney speak type of like research that I'm going to come back at with a, hey, how are you? How's funny you should ask, you know, like I'm going to get into this, like. But then it's so funny because then we have those conversations. It's like those ones that you build up. Say you have to like uh, approach somebody at work or whatever. Yes. And you, you build it up in your head and you go through this whole, you put yourself through this whole stress and then you. You're like ready to confront this person. They're like, oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, I'm sorry, I'll change. And you're like, I mean, I had like a whole thing, but you weren't ever going to do that fight anyway. I know. Like, even if they came back and were defensive, you were probably going to be like, well, uh, mm, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and like, you spent all this time stressing about it in advance. And it's like, to what end? I know. I think that's one of the biggest stressors is confrontation. Yeah. And how something, somebody wrote in an email or a text, and then you don't really interpret the tone correctly. Oh, gosh, yeah. And then you spend all this time and energy just in this turmoil of what did that mean and how does that impact me in the short and long term? Or if you are back to the work example, you're thinking about, um, I want to renegotiate or mm-hmm. talk about my compensation. I feel that my value is this. And how do you go into that room and be able to do that with when you're, you know, for them, it might be another meeting for you is your kind of your livelihood. And whenever I think about like, okay, how I'm compensated or how I do impacts my family life. And then I start, I, I make it into this enormous thing. I mean, it is a big deal. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing worse than feeling like what you're doing. It is super stressful to think that all that you're doing and all that you're working isn't being, um, I don't know, it's not being either fairly compensated or acknowledged mm-hmm. or valued or you're being ignored and, or you're just like insignificant to the greater good of the mission. Mm-hmm. That can all be very stressful. 
And then when you look at that too, and we think, okay, that's like the work side of things, but then put in the, the home life thing. Yes. So, okay, I'm doing all of these things at home and I'm taking on the burden or I'm feeding the kids and the kids are dropping the food on the floor and you're not, you know, like they, maybe there's no mm. other person there or maybe they're not present or whatever. Like there's that stress too. So it's kind of can come at us like in all aspects of oh, our lives. That's such a good example. And it's such a feedback. Again, I think that's really feedback is like the really truly the underlying theme of our show. It's like everything is just a feedback loop, right? So, so true. And what you just said about the home life, there's um relationship that, you know, might need some really deep dives and counseling and a look at them. And I think that the things that stress people out a lot include money, um, include um, roles and expectations, even at home of who who does certain things and making sure you feel valued and appreciated and all of that, that I just worked a long day. Well, maybe your partner did as well. And maybe you have kids, maybe you don't, maybe you're trying, maybe you're struggling. It's, there's, there's a lot, there, there, there's a lot of things that can really be on your mind. Um, maybe you have a sick parent. Maybe you have to t- take care of somebody or help. And um, again, overwhelming lots on our plates. And we all want to, back to the Instagram thing, or at least the way the outside world views us, we want to seem like this is effortless. I don't know what yeah. y'all are complaining about, but for me, I mean, oh my gosh, I can like, I can be mom of the year and wife of the year and over here, um, making this amazing career and I'm flawless and, yeah. um, no, 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 nobody feels that way. Yeah. And then finally feeling unable to enjoy yourself. So my story I wanted to tell you, so I went to the animal kingdom yesterday uh-huh. and I, oh gosh, first of all, I love Disney and you see it on my Instagram and I'm, I'm always there and, and I always have a good time. But whenever I get there, I don't know if it's because I'm used to going to Disney um, in these fleeting moments where it was a vacation and I didn't live in Orlando and I didn't have, you know, this ample amount of time. Like you ride two rides. That's it. Great. Leave. That's fine. And for me, it's about like, my maximal enjoyment in this thing. Like, here we go. And so I get there and then the app's not working. They're like, ma'am, step aside. I'm like, no, no, no. My fingerprint will work. I can get in here. I have the season pass. It's like, it's going to work. So I'm like already starting to wind up inside. Like I'm getting tight. Then I get in there and I'm like, okay, I bought the fat, the genie plus, and I'm trying to get to the ride. And I'm like, literally like dragging my youngest live and, and she's running beside me and we're trying to get, I'm like, we're having fun. Let's go. Let's go to the ride. And I'm like walking ahead of everybody so fast. Cause I'm like, come on, come on, come on, come on. And I'm like, let's go. And then it's like, it's not about me anyway. And then finally, like as the day goes on, I finally kind of like go into it. And then the stress goes away. And I'm like, just have fun. Like yeah. we ended up taking that, a drawing class yesterday. Fun. And normally I would be like, no, 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 no. I bought the fast pass. So what we need to do is we need to get to the next ride. And then I like actually canceled a ride I had signed up for. <gasps> and it felt like it's fine. And yeah. whenever I just went with the flow and just try to like literally calm down, it is not that extreme. Like right. the kids didn't even want to ride a certain ride that I was trying to drag them onto yeah. and all across the park and it, awful. Yeah. I was stressed. It's like to you're micromanaging fun. I'm micromanaging causing, fun. Yeah. And oh. causing that stress. So if any of you are out there and you're in the Orlando area, you've been to Disney, you're from near or far, wherever, if you feel like overwhelmed and stressed the max about your ability to have maximal amount of fun, um, well, I think you're not alone. 
you're not alone, and that's not the way to have the most fun. No, it's not. And especially, like, when you look at doing stuff with kids, like, they just, they want to just, like, draw and color and and do that stuff, you know? And, like, meanwhile, as adults, we have this different perspective of, like, we're here, we need to make the most of it. I do the same thing. I'm very much, like, how many things can I, like, cram into this experience? So, like, when we went on our honeymoon, I had a whole spreadsheet of, like, this, (laughs) we're going here, and this is what time, and my husband was like, can we sleep in? I was like, "Mm, 8.30. Like, you know, like, and it's like, why? What's, okay, so maybe we don't see every single thing that Rome has to offer. Oh, no. And we still saw, like, pretty much all the big things. I love this. Uh, let's just make that a rule of thumb. Spreadsheets probably <laughs> isn't, it should be the same sentence of having a fun time. Okay, it did really help, though, because it, it did give us a guide, and I wasn't stressed out on the day of trying to figure out where we were going. I knew where, I knew how to get there, what little subway to take, like, that was all done in advance. So the day of... I well, that that say, makes it better. That is true. I could just say, okay, this is the plan for the day. I but know. Yeah, the initial planning stage was kind of like, um, Hannah, when are we relaxing on this trip? And I was like, he's so right. Who relaxes on vacation? Like, I know. What? I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. We need vacations from vacations, right? Because we're trying to capture this most perfect time, and we yeah. want, and, and, and it's expensive, and travel, and yeah. like, oh, I want to make the most. I want to make the most exactly. If I'm flying here, I'm spending this much money on my plane tickets and our hotel, and you know, whatever, we're gonna get most done. And yeah, we you know, are. It was like we ended up taking one day where we just hung out until like the evening, and we did our little class, and we didn't do anything that day. It's probably the best day. It no, it stressed me out, uh, but you know. He had a great time. So because oh, yeah, it's, it's like I, it took me a while. I eventually calmed down. I think we finally went and like got some gelato and like like yes. got some lunch some or whatever. Tea. Like, but stayed within a two blocks of our hotel. Like, didn't go anywhere. Yes, until that night. So I think that's a little bit about you know you're in a, this place um, and you're trying to make the most of it. And there's almost like a general like rule book. Or of sorts that you're trying to follow that this is when people go to Rome, they have to accomplish these things. And so there's this, there's this little bit of give yourself authority to kind of trust yourself just to listen to your body or listen to what you're doing. Like, this is good. I want more of it. This is not fun. Let's do less of it. The museum was boring. Let's get, let's, let's cancel the next one. We don't need to go to the museum. Yeah, exactly. I don't need to see every ceiling in Rome. No. That's the thing. So trust yourself. That's that's a big thing that we're going to talk a lot about is about making these decisions and feeling that the most important thing you can do is to make a decision and own it Mm -hmm. and be proud that you even made one and have your own back in making that decision. So it's like, all right, I made this big decision that um, let's turn it back to surgery. I made a big decision. I decided that I'm going to have bariatric surgery. And I think that that's, if you feel like, oh gosh, you know, afterwards, okay, I want to be perfect. And so we're going to talk a lot about like, all right, you know, what I should eat. And there's like, okay, there's these general guidelines that we give you as a dietitian. Um, you know, if someone's undergoing cognitive behavioral therapy with a behavioral health specialist, mental health provider, there's all these things, you know, talking to even your surgeon, your, your bariatrician, whatever. And you have all these kind of guidelines, but you take them almost to become this concrete, this is the, the law, the this land, is yeah. this is it. And if you make a wrong decision in that, 
You should just be proud of yourself that, all right, again, slipped on slide. You made a, a, a wrong one, but I made a decision and that's fine. Yeah. It wasn't a decision by a committee. It was a decision that I made, I owned, and I will deal with it the, the way that it works out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that people do in, in thinking of our examples of like being at Disney or being on vacation or whatever and trying to make the most of it, that plays out in real life too, because people try to have it all or do it all. And it's like, Especially when you're making a lot of big changes in your life, when we think about like surgery, okay, we've got the nutrition, we've got the vitamins, we have the exercise, we have the fluid, we have, you know, this, we've got, we've got maybe further surgeries, there's like all these different things that play out. And sometimes you can't prioritize everything. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that there aren't certain things that like, we have to do, you know, you have to eat protein, you have to drink your water or your fluids, whatever. But if you start to stress when one of those things doesn't happen like once or twice or like then it's going to cause all these other issues and it's going to cause that like chronic inflammation which is then going to impact your outcomes absolutely when you are obsessing about this i'm doing it wrong i am wrong i am yeah. bad i am not worthy the scale's not moving just as i thought i fail at this i fail at everything i am you are literally doing just doom scrolling down into, I don't know, oblivion. You're just there. like speaking that like failure into existence kind totally. of. Totally. Yeah. You're like almost manifesting this yeah. negativity um, instead of the opposite way of mm -hmm. that. Wow. I decided to have surgery to change my life and you know, okay, you experience some weight regain, let's say, as yeah. a, one of the examples that I, I see these just, oh gosh, I see these very emotional, raw and vulnerable posts or people putting it out there on support groups or even telling us behind closed doors of the virtual clinic or what have you that like, oh my gosh, like I was down a hundred pounds and I gained 10 back. I gained 15 back. Okay. You're still down 90 pounds. Like yeah. you're, that's, Okay, that's fine. We can help you. And and, and, it, and, it, and it is stressful to think mm -hmm. that. And then it just keeps going in the wrong direction. Like, I mean, even myself, I mean, I'll step on the scale sometimes and, it's, and it will impact your mood and it will stress you out. And then you are irritable, angry, impatient, wound up, overwhelmed, yeah. anxious, stressed over a number on the scale. Yeah. Or on, on some other bogus objective thing. Like these shorts were fitting great. And now like I can't get them zipped or they're like pinching in my skin or I can't fit them on my thigh at all. And, right. And then you just like, it's just, it's just really challenging. Yeah. That spiral. Yeah. It yeah. totally is. So be proud. Um, Be proud of yourself that you did that. You know, another example of um something that just just shows that we are just for some reason just craving what other people think is looking on the shelves at the checkout at the store of good old Cosmopolitan magazine. Mm -hmm. Things like that. The how-to guide, how to pleasure your man, read here. How to fix your hair so you look cute with bangs. How to wear the right lipstick for your chubby face or for your flat face or for your, you know, long face or for your big nose. Or for, like, wow. And you better believe, like, especially in my most impressionable years as a teen and 20, I subscribed to that stuff. Oh, yeah. And I, and I allowed that, like, oh my gosh, like, I'm not following the step-by-step -step guide perfectly. Like, a race over to this magazine of yeah. probably someone who has no idea what they're yeah. talking about. Um, and to see, like, oh, I didn't do that. I didn't accomplish all those steps. And right. I check every box. Oh, yeah. It's, it's that. It's that 
that external pressure of like, yes, these are the how to, and this is going to make your perfect life perfecter. And then also <laughs> like thinking too, looking at the timeline that people try to live their lives by. Ooh, so yes. that's such a big stress. You know, if you, I don't know if you ever think back to what you thought your timeline would look like as far as oh, like your personal life, you know, yes. like your, um, your marriage, your career, your children, all of those kinds of things. I mean, I remember thinking like, well, I definitely don't want to have kids before I'm 25. Like, spoiler alert, girl, you're 33 and still don't have kids. So, like, 25, like, where was that? That was just, like, some number that I remember hearing as a teenager or whatever. And I was, like, granted, I'm from the South. So, like, people would often have kids earlier than that. And I was just, like, I know I don't want that. I want to, like, have a career and everything. But where did in the world did I think that 25 was, like, old? You know? Ooh. That it was, like, oh my God. at that point, you better be getting ready for it. And, like... No. And that, but that like pressure, and I, I fortunately didn't have too much of that. It wasn't like I don't have like family pressure of like you need to do, you know, have this, have that by a certain time. But a lot of people do, and that causes that like I haven't met again this like arbitrary point in your life. Totally, like, yeah. And then even talking about arbitrary points. A big thing is the rate at which you lose weight, bringing it back to weight loss surgery and your your results compared to others. But also, I we get this question all the time. And I get people do want a kind of a general idea of like, well, what will my results sort of be like yeah. before you do it? And and I get that. Yeah. Um, and there, you know, someone who you're looking online, like who's a similar sex builds, height, um, you know, starting weight, how I look. Mm-hmm. But then if you're like, okay, so when do I expect to lose my weight? I'm like, well, most for the most part, you'll be close to your goals around 12 to 18 months. Then 18 months happens or it's like this thing that's like this counting down. Then it's like eh, 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 an alarm is going off and you didn't hit where you are. It's not like you're broken forever. Yeah. And it's like this, this stressful thing of this, like, okay, I've, I'm up this week. I'm down this week. I'm, I'm not where I should be. I I had surgery. My, you know, my surgery twin, um, Mm -hmm. somebody that had surgery on the exact same date. They look so much better than me. I I've said this before, but I have to put this out here on the stress episode that I have, I don't think ever, ever once in my entire career. And I have done over 4,000 operations and I have seen thousands of patients in follow-up. Have I seen a patient in follow-up who would come to the thing and it's like, wow, you lost. Like, I'm like always blown away to the patient was like, I am just so thrilled. I have nothing to say. They'll, they'll say, I'm really happy with my results, but I wish I would have lost more. Or I think I should be like, where should I be? Like, again, not claiming their own happiness or giving themselves the authority to feel that, um, yeah, like I'm like, pretty darn calm, content, and peaceful with the work that I've done. And for the most part, I have um, truly done outstanding because I'd say universally our patients all lose weight, all do really well, all are fighting for their health and trying their best. I mean, I I don't find many people who are, if ever, like self-sabotaging intentionally. No. No. And, and, And it's just... It's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. So, okay. So we all have stress. Mm-hmm. How do you think, what do you think are the best kind of coping mechanisms truly to help to navigate it that again, it is natural. You're going yeah. to feel it and that's okay. On our anxiety episode, um, we're going to really talk about all the great aspects of anxiety. So we hope that you listen in next week to that overwhelming anxiety conversation, but what do you feel like are some really good tips that people can listen to or seek professional advice 
but kind of insert their own critical thinking into how it kind of molds into their lifestyle. Well, first, just calm down. <laughs> here we yeah. go again okay. take one deep breath and you'll be fine <gasps> okay no but I do think there's a lot of things you can do I think sometimes acknowledging or one of the big things I would say is acknowledging the stress in your life yeah saying this is a stressful moment for me and once you can kind of recognize that you 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 have like that clarity of like okay wait a second do I need to be stressed out about this is this actually a stressful situation or am I making a you know mountain out of a molehill and then there is like deep breathing has been shown to like help and making that a regular thing in your in your day, you know, especially if we think about certain times of day where you might be more stressed out, like going to bed, we have a lot of stress, setting up that time for yourself to like physically calm down, like mm. let's bring down the cortisol levels, let's like, oh, a little woosah moment, like just so I think there is validity in that and other types of things. Like, is it aromatherapy? Is it taking a bath? Is it, you know, having alone time, I think. Which, oh, yes. again, for some people, being alone can be really stressful. And we'll talk about that in our, our solitude episode, kind of. But, like, taking that time alone. And then I think also expressing how you're feeling to the people in your life. Because... You know, maybe it is, it's the partner and it's like, look, this thing that you're doing is now causing me stress Mm -hmm. or we don't have a system in place to take care of this issue. Can we figure something out to solve that problem so that it's off of my plate? Oh, so, so, so true. What do you think about um, when you're really stressed and then you just come to this tipping point and you just scream, cry, just like, like literally like let it out. I think it's helpful. I do too. I I get to a point where like, even if I'm not like noticing that I'm feeling really stressed, but like that one little thing will put me over the edge and I'm a crier. Like I can't have a difficult conversation without crying. My poor husband is like, this is the worst because I just like, it's just how my emotions show. But I usually feel so much better after I've had a good cry, even if it's not related to a certain event. Like I'll just like... You just get to that point where it's like, I can just feel it throughout the day where I'm like welling up Mm. all day. And it's just like, just let it out. Just cry, you know? But I, but it's amazing how we all like do so great at faking being fine. Like I'd rather, I'd rather cry and scream and be almost like, look like an emotional, like just explosive nutcase a little bit, but I I can't bottle it up. Like Mm -mm. those people who are just so tight will brace yourself because one day that truly will explode in some way or another. Yeah. And I think that that's where things, you just can't, I don't know. I always oscillate at these very high frequencies of um, just getting it out. But the other day, I'll tell you, um, you know, obviously I'm planning some big career moves and I've been in the works of this and this has been just an enormous amount of work and effort to get ready for the big launch and just making sure every detail is thought out and all of that. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty darn stressful. Like, because it's like, you want to make sure, like, I didn't forget one thing because one of these things could be just critical to being able to seamlessly or so it seems get going here. And then like the other day I found out um, that like my ACLS, which is acute cardiac life support um, credentials, which you get every two years, like it's up and it's going to be expiring in April. So then it was just like trying to find that. That I was just like screaming and just like losing it. Like, oh, I, ACLS, it's expiring. Yeah. Oh my God. And it's just like, um, it's just like so many little things. And it's like, 
we're going to get you into ACLS. You're going to be just fine. Yes. You're, you're going to have hospital credentials and privileges and you're going to be able to operate. You're going to get this thing that you've done a billion times in the last 25 right. years of your career. Like you're going to be just fine. But at that time, like, no, this is stressful to get that email. And, and I have this Apple watch and it's kind of a blessing and a curse. Oh my gosh. The Apple watch is a blessing and a curse. Ah, Cause it like keeps you on track and it like lets you see your movement. And I like to like, like, not miss calls or texts or things like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like a constant like dog collar that's like but this is stressful. Like and I'm like, ha! Ah, credentialing, what now? Yeah. Um, you know, like so and so's writing you a thing. Like every time you hear a knock at the door or a thing on your watch, you're like, what, what now? Next? What now? Yeah. What's coming in the mail? What's happening to me? Yeah. And then um, and then you take it and then you digest it, and then you're like, okay. It's all good. It's all good. It's not as bad as it seems. No. I can go and get my life support credential done. <laughs> I'm going to get that done. Yes. Like, it's, it'll be okay. But yeah, I think that's definitely a way to think about, like, reducing stress is kind of taking away that availability sometimes. Mm. Because we are. Everything is so available. And I think especially when we look in the past probably 10 years with social media, with advancements in technology, we all have these stupid wearables on our wrists. I know. You know? And it's... My my Apple Watch frustrates me a lot because, like, there's no recognition from it of if I need a day off. Yeah. You know, or if you're, say, if you're sick. You know, the best thing you can do when you're sick is rest. Yeah. Right? And the I if I'm sick, I usually take my watch off because I can't handle it buzzing me and telling me yeah. time to stand up or, oh, <laughs> just go for a quick 30-minute walk to meet your steps or to meet your, your goals for the day. And it's like... That's not my goals for today. That is the opposite of my... My goals for today is to sit on my couch and, like, drink warm tea. Oh, my god! You gosh, know, like, yes. that's it. And so there's no setting for that. And I feel like there's... That's kind of how a lot of times life is. It's like there's no setting to, like, turn off these expectations oh my gosh. that you need. Again, like you said, we need a vacation from the vacation. Yes. Because there's just always an expectation to, like, get something done. That is so funny you say that. I'm sitting there sometimes typing these things. I'm stressed to the max. And then all of a sudden, you're right. The watch steps in. Like, oh, not you too. And it's like, yeah. you're, you're basically like, these are where you're at so far today. Are you alive? Yeah. Like, your, your like, rings haven't got much time. Hey, Betsy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the worst too, it'll it'll do it at night, which I really wish there were setting, better settings on the Apple Watch. I'm going to go on a whole Apple Watch tangent, apparently. <laughs> but it'll be like 11.15 at night. And it's like, oh, you haven't closed your move goal. A, a swift 15-minute walk will take care of that. And I'm like, it is 11 o'clock at night. I am in my bed reading or whatever. Why would I go on a 15-minute walk? Right, That is not, like, health either. Like, that, you know, this is supposed to, like, help keep you healthy. No. And I'm like, no, I just didn't get the movement today because I was working or I was I doing whatever, you know. So that that really really annoys me and stresses me out you know what we should do we should go into a competition no i'm kidding my god no my sister and i did that last a couple weeks ago um for the first time she's like i she's like cancel this it keeps coming up i think you pushed it by accident i'm like no i want to see what this is all about Uh uh-uh and then she was like this is stressing me she even she told her husband i guess this is a good thing this is the most stressful thing in my life right like i can't function and then like i i went off and did like a six mile walk one day and she's like how dare you yeah and she's like i'm up in pennsylvania it is 30 degrees i don't care that you're in florida and it's sunny (laughs) and beautiful and like we're getting into like a fight we haven't really even spoken yeah over this apple watch seven day competition which i won did you guys hear that (laughs) 
You're mean, sister. I am mean. That was mean. Uh-huh. Scratch that from the record. Sorry, Jeez. sister. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so like there's those little stressors in your life, and that's a way that I think, you know, and whatever that little thing is, if it's not serving you, get rid of it or change the settings. If it's, you know, I can't get my email on my my watch. I don't get email alerts on my phone, period, because it was too stressful for me. I don't need to be that connected. I can oh, go in and oh, check yeah. my email. Because most of it's, like, from the gap anyway, you know? It's not like I'm getting anything real. But it's like, I don't need that constant. I know. I I have it. Even when I was at Disney yesterday, um, in the morning, like, I got something from Cigna. Yeah. And I, like, I I, ha- I stopped dead in the thing. People were, like, bumping into me. Like, yeah. scooters, wheelchairs, people, humans, kids, whatever. And I'm, like, just standing there, like, the world. I'm like, oh, Cigna wrote me something. Yeah. Like, I have to stop right now. Yeah. I was running through this park a moment ago, but now I'm standing very still yes. looking at my phone. Because everything is urgent. So urgent. And that's the other, another really stressful thing is that feeling of urgency Ugh. of every single thing in our lives. And it's like, you know, a lot of these things can wait. Um, work <sighs> is a good example of that, of like feeling like an email has to be responded to immediately. And it's like, do we not have like the 24 or 48 hour rule anymore nope. of like... Nope. And there's obviously there's times where you have to get back to something quickly. There's not, but there's a lot of things. It's like they that can wait or that can wait till Monday. It'll be okay. It'll be fine. Uh, I I'm, know. I'm, I'm the good worst. about that one. Well, I'm glad you're good. Yeah. I'm, I'm the worst. Yeah. We need more calm, less chaos. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing um, that's a big stressor stressor for me is if I know that there's all these things piling up, mm-hmm. I I feel like. And it might be even like with yourself, your health, your, your, your body, you know, that you, you know, you need to do something. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that can in and of itself be stressful because it's like this constant thing, but you just keep making excuses, which sometimes just makes it more stressful than just to like take that first step. It's the hardest step, but go for it, you know, go, go for it and do it. And I think you'll feel less stressed. You're stressed about the way you think you're going to feel, but you're actually going to feel much better than you do if you just do it. If you just do it. Yeah. It's just the, do it. We call them, um, and I don't remember where I heard this term, but we we use this at home. It's like the needle, needling tasks. Mm. So it's like calling, like a classic example, especially like for millennials, it's like calling and making a doctor's appointment. Mm. No one wants to do it or calling your dentist and making an appointment. No one wants to do it it literally takes two minutes. I know. You know, and it's, so it's this needle task and it'll sit and it needles the back of your brain and you just feel it. And it's like these little things. And it's like, then you go and you do the task and you're like, that's been causing me stress for two months, (laughs) a phone call or going on their website and making an appointment. Like it's, and so one thing that has helped in looking more at solutions too, it's like writing those little tasks down. Yeah. Writing them down so oh, they're not needling your little brain. Yeah, They're physically there. You can cross them off. And sometimes I also am, because of just how I function too, I, if I uh, get the mood to do something, it's like, just do it right then. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's like the most practical thing to do right at this moment, or it's maybe not the top priority. But if I think about, okay, I need to make a doctor's appointment and okay, my phone is here and I'm just going to like pick it up and make the phone call and like not think about it and just do it. Like sometimes you just have to take that motivation. It's the same with working out for me, which is another stressor and stress reliever. It's both. When we think about that physical stress, exercise physically causes stress. Oh yeah. You know, it it raises your, but when we look at long-term, it really can help reduce that stress for you. And again, finding the things that you like is what we always say. 
But for me, if I, I'm not a big exercise person. It's not like my favorite thing to do, but I'll get these moods where it's like, yeah, I could go for a walk right now. And it's like, okay, great. Go put your shoes on because you wait five minutes and you're not going to do it. No, that's such a great one. And that's something that I do to help to relieve stress. Obviously, we've heard many times we all feel this. You never regret it after it's done. Right. It's just hard to get going. You're going to have a million things. It's too late. I'm kind of tired. I don't feel mm-hmm. great. I just want to, I haven't seen my husband in a while. Like I want to like just veg out. I had a hard day. I had a great day. All these things. But then after you do it, and I, and I think that's the other thing, like just either just go outside, put your shoes on, or just walk in the gym. That's all your goal should be. It shouldn't be like, okay, well, I have to run six miles in an hour at that pace. Like, then it's like, oh, I can't do that right now. And it becomes a task. Exactly. Yeah. So just go out there and do it. Like, if you guys, anyone lives in the Sand Lake area, you'll see me walking up and down Sand Lake Road. Like, I walk constantly. I'm just, anytime I'm like stressed, which is a lot, I'm just walking up and down the street, thinking, listening to podcasts, Mm -hmm. getting my head straight, and then I can come back in refreshed and tackle it. But just like what you said, I have to, if I get it, I immediately do it. And I think that has been instrumental to the success that I've had in my career and of my life. Because it's like, oh, yeah, I just thought of that. I have to respond to um, Evan's friend's birthday party right now. Yep, he's coming. That's it. Or because you know how that's stressful when, like, you put out an RSVP for your child and no one shows up. and or. Not that they don't show that they don't RSVP and they're like, are they coming? Are they not coming? Yeah, it's a follow-up. All that. Just take care One, of it. I don't know if, if you're like this. Probably not. But do you ever feel like you have to wait a certain amount of time to respond to those types of things? Like, you don't want to seem like, okay, yes, because it's on my watch. I got the thing. I can just respond to it quickly. Where I'm like, no, you have to wait like at least a couple hours. No, I and love then, being yeah, that true like that first no, person. I want to yeah. be like, they sent it at like, and I actually even look at, they said it like a 1.11 p.m. I want to see that I wrote back before like 1.13 p.m. Yeah. With a very thorough answer because <laughs> I have it already like saved and templated and like oh ready God. to respond. No, I love that. Yeah. The one thing that I do try to hold off on though is if somebody puts like a new Instagram thing that you see that pops up. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Oh, it's like I'm three first, seconds I'm ago. The, oh yeah, you're like oh yeah, three seconds, and I'm the first one that liked it. Um, like, um, maybe I should put my phone down for a minute. I'm like, that's wow. another great stress reliever. Put your freaking phone away. Oh my god, for yes. like a little bit. Yes. Do a puzzle. Like do something that is disconnected. Yes. You know how I'm I'm a shower thinker. I know. Take I a shower. Take a shower. Like, I've been last night I took the longest shower after this whole Disney ordeal. Yeah. And I just stood there for I think about you every time I'm in the, in the shower <laughs> now. So I did. I was like, just let the thoughts come into your mind. Yeah. And just calm down. And yeah. This is this was such a great day. The kids had so much fun. Yeah. Much I wasn't stressed. I truly wasn't. Fun. Yeah. I slept like ten hours last night. Nice. I know it was perfect. Yeah. I, I'm, it had not even like a, not even a rollover. It was like totally green. Perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. But like you just said that you were just talking about taking a shower, going out to exercise. We are going to, on the third part of this SOS series, solitude, we're going to get into all of the things you can do in solitude. The way you feel when you're alone Mm -hmm. um, is different from being lonely and how really getting to know yourself can help you to improve yourself and to deal with these challenging or difficult situations that that give us that threatened fear of a fight or flight like you said at the beginning yeah 
All right. Well, hopefully we didn't stress anyone out. With I know. This I'm like, is this? Oh my gosh. Am I, is are my life? Over... Is your life stressing? Yeah. People? Right. Like, is your what? Like, are we like? Am oh I more God. stressed or less stressed after talking this out? I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, but let us know your thoughts. What is stressing you out? What works to help to alleviate your stress? We want to hear all of that so we can share that because. Obviously, we've got a lot going on in our lives. You all have a lot going on in your lives. You're like, you've made this big change or you're thinking about making this big change. You're trying to keep up with every single little tiny detail. And, you know, what what helps get you through the day? So check us out on our website, drxdietitian.com or on Instagram at drxdietitian. And we can't wait get ready for the next part of the series, uh, Overwhelming Anxiety. Yes, this was a very good conversation. Very necessary. I think it's an important one. And yeah, we're going to continue it, give you some tips, tricks, and all the things to succeed as always. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.